Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. Let's ride. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, you on? don't know that song right there, Max and Jay. Well, yeah, that on song, Mon- I know it. No, no, no. On a Monday night, when you walk into that stadium, and you just want to stretch and just walk Wait, around the stadium. And look, pre- they got that plan in the pre- oh. In preseason or the regular season? E- any Monday night game. It could be Monday night preseason game, Monday night regular season. Because you hear that that right there. Because your energy, uh, your energy for preseason is different than your energy for regular season, kid. Yeah, of course, hundred <laughs> percent. Why wouldn't it be? I, I mean, I who, that's who that's the hell that's wants what... to? Who the hell wants to sit on the sideline for three and a half quarters and freeze because you sweat, right? And so you all warm, yeah. and all of a sudden you're on the sideline. Yeah, now you're cold. Lines for three you're hours, bored. And get paid millions oh. of dollars, and and play games on my phone and. Watch the best players in the world. Wah. I feel bad for you, kid. Wah. You, 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 you got a split personality, man. One minute you're an athlete, the next minute you're a fan. Make up your mind, Well, Jay. I'm both. I was no, only you can't at, be both. I, Yeah, well, the athlete side of me no, died when I was be, you can't 24 years old. Jay, you can't be both when you start talking about crybaby athletes and money. That no, means I, that you're a I true was, fan. I, I wasn't calling every athlete. I was saying you. Man. No, if you calling me, you mean that means you calling everybody because I'm nope. sure there's many guys out there that feel the same way I feel. Wah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's when until the season starts, man, because preseason is not, you know, like he was it's talking about it. it yesterday. The reason it's not as dangerous in a preseason game as opposed to practice is because at least guys are going at the same speed during a game, right? But in a preseason game. But the problem with that is that speed is not football speed. Oh, but <laughs> like, I, I, I get it. If you're a guy like Key and you're lining up and you got a guy who's trying to dig his heels in the sand to get a job. Yeah. That's a different mentality. I don't want to be on the field that's with that saying. guy, though. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. I, I understand right. that. You know what's the funny? Guy who, the guy who's trying to get a job. No. no. I don't want him covering me. <laughs> that's, not what that, that's not what that time of the year is. The, you know, it's funny. They say in boxing, you don't guy play boxing. number 48 really, playing cornerback. Yeah, you don't really I play don't football either. Yeah. You play baseball. You play basketball. You can say you play football, but... You don't exactly like you're taking a risk when you key. Yeah. No, I love preseason. Yeah, no, key. when you get the, when you get out there in the preseason, and you see a dude at corner lined up with forty eight and forty nine on. Yeah, it don't look right. He got number forty nine. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's probably not gonna make the team, oh, but he doesn't know that yet, right? <laughs> no, and that's okay. He's supposed to work his butt off to yeah. try to make it, even though I know. Chances are with 48 and 49 playing corner, yeah, it's probably not going to go too well. <laughs> you know what I love about preseason, Key? I get to give all my tickets away to people that I wouldn't give them to during the regular season. Like, oh, yeah, come to a preseason game. Yeah, come on. Come on. Come on, come out here and see me. Yeah, well, it, I mean, it just depends on what you're looking for in the preseason game, I guess, when you go to it. Like, if I'm – like, the Rams play the Chargers Saturday night, I'm not going to have something else to do but the kids and – a bunch of other people are going. And if you're going to just kind of maybe see what a guy who was drafted in the second or third round yeah. might look like, then, you know, that's cool because you ain't going to never, ever see what you're looking for because everything is vanilla. People aren't – they're not – it's just not the same. They're not calling the same – they're not calling different plays. They're calling the same boring-ass plays over and over and over again. 
that all I'm thinking about when I'm watching the Giants preseason is please no one get hurt. I find it a nerve-wracking experience, and there's no pleasure in it for me. <laughs> like, just I don't again, want anyone. Though, Max, I hear what you're saying, Key. I, 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 I accept no it. No one really gets hurt in the preseason. I accept it in the preseason games, you're saying. Yeah. In the games. Yeah, yeah, but I still feel like, please, come camp. on. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I hear you and I accept, but but when you're – but what are you usually watching? As a fan at home, you you know, you're watching the preseason game going, come on, if you put Saquon in, just <laughs> make that sure everything's I'm, all right. I'm dying to get out of the house with my kids. Let's go to a preseason game. Let's yeah, go, no, let's yeah, go, let's I see that, a preseason that game. I like, get. Let's go, that like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Preseason football is great, though. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's good for the fan, the strong fan. It's good. You know, good for the strong fan. How are you going to try to build it back up after you just broke it down so much? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the actual game. I'm not talking about being on the field. I mean, just the game of people yeah, running yeah. around. For a fan that really, yeah. that really wants to sit in the stadium and sit there for three and a half hours and make it feel like it's seven hours because it's so damn slow, you know, that's what it is. Let me tell you something. The modern sports fan, they have no, I mean, how would a kid know nowadays? Doesn't know how good they got it. They don't know. You got you. You pick up your phone. Everyone's got a phone now. You find out the latest from any training camp. Everything that's going on. Do you know what we used to have to do to figure out anything that was going on? People have like newsletters and stuff. You try and really, everything happens really, from. Oh, you found out from a week ago what happened a week ago. Yeah. Really did you also have to walk uphill both ways in the both snow? Both ways like, in the snow, man. I'm telling back you. Back in my day, it was so hard to get stats. We you had to read the newspaper. Oh, you have no question. No, I, I, I because because it's the reality. Like I'm just uh, listen. ESPN Plus, right? You go on there, you find out whatever you want. Do you know what you used to have to do to get that information? I wouldn't <laughs> do it. You had to be an investigative reporter to get that information. Like it had to be your full time job. I'm sure you had a slick side hustle where you can find it out quick. Never reason. mind that. Let's new topic <laughs> now. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPN Two. Um. Look, Key described what it was like in the first preseason game of the year. Jay, what about you? Did Key describe what it was like in the first preseason game? No, yeah. I never described what it was like. You said when you heard the music <laughs> and you heard the song. See, I was like, and wait, then, did, did and then even if it, Yeah, he said even if it was a Monday, it, <laughs> but, but it was I, preseason That wasn't game. really describing it, but yeah, I get what you're you saying. What I, I'm saying. I talked about going into the stadium. Would you like to describe it? On a Monday night preseason Would you game. like to describe what, it was, what preseason was like? Well, it was it was it was fine. I mean, you you just wanted to start the preseason because that was the end of training camp. You started to get in toward the end of training camp. By the time you got to the third preseason game, you probably just broke training camp, and so that's what you're trying to you're trying to get out of camp, man. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get home in my bed and not in those two twin beds pulled pushed together in the dorm room with the with the uh, metal rods on the end with the little <laughs> spikes that you can get cut if you move the wrong way because they have to stack on top of each other as bunk beds, but you put them side by side. Oh, it's the worst. That, that's I see, the see, worst. See, uh, preseason was really fun for me because we used to bet a lot. I mean, we bet on everything. We bet on the guy that was a second-round draft pick. Will, like, will he score more than four points? Will he have more than two turnovers? Like, you know, will one of the managers who's trying to get a job run out on the court, slide and fall? So this problem like, of yours, this gambling so problem much. of yours goes way back. Oh, what do you think guys in the league do? <laughs> yeah, right. It's preseason. Guys aren't worried about winning or losing preseason games. 
It's the other guys who are trying to make the team. It's the other guys who are trying to get the coaches' trust. Those are what preseason games are for. It's just amazing how competitive athletes, like I notice it a lot, man, the gambling because you need an outlet for your competitive side. So especially I imagine preseason, if it's not competitive for you because you got it made, you're going to look for other ways to make it interesting. I love you talk about I having a problem. Your favorite player of all time is Michael Jordan. Let's talk about that. No question. By the way, Pete Rose <laughs> is not in the Hall of Fame because unfairly because he had a gambling problem. Yeah, no, I'm, but but you notice it was super competitive people and athletes. Yeah, He's not a gambler. That was though. a different gambling problem though with Pete. Yeah, yeah, different. But different. Key, he should be in the Hall of Fame, right? Like, what's that got to do with all the hits? Of course, I mean, yeah, but you know, everybody yeah. has their own set of rules and the way they feel about certain things that took place in one's career. I guess Key I get was it. Not gambling. I'm, I'm saying whatever. He, huh? I cool. said Key was not gambling. Right. Right. No. No. no that's not Key. Mm-mm. Right. I'm just saying, yeah. someone like Pete Rose. I don't care what he did after the fact. He had four. You're not going three card Molly me. <laughs> Molly, it's Monty. Is it Monty? Okay, he, stood, well. he stood so he took stayed so far away from me. <laughs> three card, I'm I'm out. I got yeah, to the I'm mo, and then I'm out. Get me and trick me or whatever yeah. they call the thing. Yeah. Nah, nope. Shoot. Three card, Molly, Monty, whatever yeah, you call it. You're not going. Nope. nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> nope. Should we be concerned about a Super Bowl hangover for the Rams after this from Omega Accounting? Is your small or medium-sized business still recovering from the oh. pandemic? Oh. oh, drink some water. You okay? Ah. Ah. Let Omega Accounting Solutions help. I want to tell you how Omega can help your business get a $26,000 refund for each employee with the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Now, this powerful tax credit is based on the wages and health care costs you paid employees during the pandemic. That's right. This is money you already paid the government, and you can get it back just for keeping your employees working during the pandemic. Call Omega at 800-704-2000 or visit omegataxcredits.com and fill out the form for a free consultation. Omega is a Better Business Bureau partner with 15 years experience navigating tax incentives. They have recovered over $300 million in cash ERC refunds for customers in the last six months alone from restaurants to solar companies. Your business could be next. Get started now by calling Omega at 800-704-2000 or go to omegataxcredits.com for a free consultation before the government's filing window closes and this refund is gone for good. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. So I'm curious, what do you guys do when you commit to a plan? Because now having my third kid on the way, I, I feel like this happens sometimes. Where you're like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll try to get there. And then <laughs> something ends up happening. You're like, oh, God, I don't think I'm going to get there. How do you get out of it? Well, first key, what I do is I don't get into it in the first place. This is what I ask myself. <laughs> the reason I never say yes to anything is because I ask myself. When someone says, hey, we should do this, but they want to pin it down, I'll ask myself, okay, don't think of it as some abstract thing in the distant future. Yeah, yeah, it sounds good. Pretend you have to go to it right now. Do you want to go? The answer for me is almost always no. So what I say is, nah, man, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> and then I don't have to get out of it because I've regretted almost every plan I've ever made. So, yeah, it all, I mean, depend, it all depends on what we're talking about, right, Jay? Because I'm, I'm the type of person I can't say no. Mm-hmm. I tend to say yes to everything. Mm-hmm. And if it's something down the line and I say yes to and it comes up and I at that moment – I got to do it depending on what it is. So if I say, yeah, Jay, I'm coming to your wedding, and I tell you today, and your wedding's four months from now, and all of a sudden, like, damn, I got to go to Jay's wedding, huh? But I got this too. (laughs) It's your wedding is different. So now I got to think, do I really want to go to his wedding and let him down? Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to his wedding. But if it's I'm going to go do uh, a meet and greet and shake some hands for free, it's like, that day come, uh, no, nah, I'm not really. Man, I got something else I got going on. I'm going to have to pull out on you a couple days beforehand. Operative That's phrase. how I operate. Operative phrase, for free. I have to go do a meet and greet for free. You know what that makes me think of, Jay? My brother, <laughs> my, brother used to, my brother used to say, so everyone has a price to do something, right? Like how much to do X, Y, or Z that you don't want to do. But then there's another price. The number is how much to do it and be happy about it, right? There's that first number where it's like, yeah, I would do it for that. But there's or, another number. How much to do it, and you're psyched you're to go do it, even yeah. though you don't really want to do it. Or if my wife sets dinner plans with somebody, and I agree to it three weeks from now, because that's what happens a lot, and I get close, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. You know, it's, oh, it's, something it, in my throat. Yeah, it's just, I'm you know that day before tired, you get man. sick? That's how I'm feeling. The day, like, no, I don't pull a sick card. I'm just tired. I'm feeling run down. I got a lot to do. Run down, yeah. I really don't feel like driving to Malibu. I just don't Well, that's the thing, because my wife is the one be trying to plan things three months out. Get all these calendar reminders. You know, uh, yeah, she September said, I, you know 30th. what you call that, Jay? What? 
setting my schedule. If I want someone to set my schedule, I'll hire somebody to set my schedule. I don't need you setting my schedule. Like Chris Rock said, you wind up on a play date with some dude you never knew. You All never day. met like, oh, I like sports. Yeah, me too. Back in 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. What's so funny, Key? I just was I was thinking about what we were just talking about, about setting schedules and going to dinner with people and hanging around people that you necessarily don't want to be around, but you do it because it was planned, but you yeah. try to figure out you're how you're part to of civilization, of unfortunately, yeah. yeah. It, just, it made me chuckle because I was thinking about a recent episode, that's all. <laughs> it, it's always works out, so like, I don't want to hang your with wife, MJ. Your wife, exactly, Key, your wife has a friend that she really likes, and then you're stuck there trying to talk to your wife's friend's husband who either wants to blitz you about sports all day long or you just don't want to talk to him. I'm always like, well, you're, you're drinking See, by the a way, lot. Well, because I don't want to be it's, here. It's That's why I'm drinking that, my woes away. There's nothing wrong Keith, with the other person you know necess- I mean? necessarily. I don't want to be here. It, there's nothing wrong with the other person necessarily. It's just you don't know them. And it's like a forced play date. But, but my thing is, uh, Keith, Keith, tell me how you – I know we feel the same on this, I'm, Keith. Like, I'm I, always very cautious so of having these conversations because I don't know who's listening. You're being outed in front of you. I'm not <laughs> so real. But look, though, I'm not talking about you. I like you. So if you are listening, I like you a lot. So I'm not talking about you, whoever you are. So don't think – that I'm talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> whoever so, it is that's so listening. Whoever it is that's listening. Yeah. So, Key, back in the 2006 playoffs when you made that, what were you feeling? I'm like, I didn't come here to be interviewed, man. I just came here. This isn't ju- It's not just because you're famous sports guys, right? This I told you, the Chris Rock line about that. You wind up on a forced play date with some dude you never met going, I like baseball. Yeah, I like baseball, too. Like, you don't know this person. What are you, I are you usually, like, forced to socialize? I usually have met the individuals that I'm going to go to beforehand. Dinner with yeah, beforehand a couple times, yeah. maybe yeah, yeah. through passing, whatever. Mm-hmm. I've I, I've seen them. Right? It's not like a blind date where I'm walking in and I don't know the people because she wouldn't set me up like that. That mm-hmm. that part certainly wouldn't take place. But the setup is, I've already gone with them once and it wasn't a great experience. Yeah. And here you are, you done doubled down again a month mm-hmm. later. That's the problem right there. Not the first initial one. It's after the initial one. It's, I don't know if I want to run this back again. Even though they may feel the same way about me, but I don't give a damn. Okay, they may feel the same way about me. Like, I don't want to. You need a no production policy where neither one of you produces the other one on a regular basis for company unless they say they play the card like this is important this is my cousin's wedding we got to go if you do that then you got to show up a couple times but you can get out of all the other stuff yeah but that's different though yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. max the weddings the, the yeah the, you gotta go you gotta, there's a lot of people it's not no, one i'm talking about max kellerman's wife Mm-hmm. It's connected with mine, oh. and I know Max, but I really don't. He's kind of goofy. I really don't like oh, him. He just wants to talk worse. about Ivy League sports. That <laughs> guy, I don't want to be around having a dinner. <laughs> Did you Ivy see League the Dartmouth U Penn you know? match or the key other day? this key this move where you, you you talk to him for a minute, and then the conversation dies, 
and you automatically try to you throw yourself back into whatever your wife's conversation is with her friend and her because they oh just God, keep talking. It's a nightmare. Uh, it, it's just it's, it's painful. It's, it's painful. Night, and he's dying night. to get back into a conversation with you. Like, nah, I'm staying here in their conversation. Oh, oh, I didn't know Michael Thomas was your nephew. Really? You didn't know that, but you knew everything about me, but didn't know. <laughs> By the way, what's it. the difference <laughs> look, between look, that? Got it. Got it. <laughs> what's the difference between that, except you can float around a little more and these cocktail parties, you know, like that you have to go to in the business or in the industry well, see, the or whatever? the cocktail party. I'm okay with. Oh, I know God, what I'm so, getting into. Oh, it's, it's because a small I know what talk I'm getting I wanna, into. Yes. No, but I know what I'm getting into, and on top of that, there may be some benefit to the cocktail party in the future. Mm-hmm. And You're so networking. the meeting, yeah, the network. I'm okay with that. Like yeah. networking, but I know how to get in and out of the cocktail party in the 15 minutes if I need to. I can get in and out of those fast. I'm real. I'm real maxi with that, real slick. Mm. I can get in and out of those <laughs> real fast. Oh, that's a good name. I like I'm real maxi with that. Turns so, your name into a verb. I'll take it as a compliment. Sean McVay, that's the Rams head coach, guys, on a presser, press conference Tuesday. Listen to this about how the, where the Rams are right now. We have a long, long way to go. Uh, we're not anywhere close to where we need to be. Nobody needs to press the panic button, but uh, you know we got to start having a little bit more sense of urgency overall, particularly on the offensive side of the ball, and um, you know that's what we're going to continue to focus on. So, Key, the big question is Super Bowl hangover. Does it exist? What is it? Are you concerned about it for the Rams? No, I'm not. I'm not overly concerned about. It. I think you hear what Sean's saying right there and particularly on the offensive side of the ball, what's the current theme that you keep hearing out of training camps so far? Offense is struggling, or offense looks this way, or offense is that, or we got to get up to speed on offense. Because offense tends to take longer to get in a rhythm than defense. Defense got a few set plays, they run them, they run around, they do their drills, that's pretty much it. Offense needs to be smooth and in sync, and everybody needs to be in rhythm and hitting on all targets. You can't be missing your quarterback in certain uh, rep groups, things like that. And the Rams certainly have been doing that with Matthew Stafford sitting on the sidelines, not practicing fully. So I see what Sean is talking about. But as far as the question about a hangover, Jay, I don't think that there will be. I think this team is a very, very good football team with a lot of veteran players that know what it's going to take to get back to the Super Bowl with I'm, veteran coaches. I'm with you, Key. I mean, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 2020, returned in 2021. You can make a case that they almost should have been there again last year. Pats won in 2017, lost in 2018, but then returned in 2019 when they won it. Like so, like I don't really see this as a hangover effect. I just it comes down to Matthew Stafford that elbow it comes down to can they stay healthy throughout the course of the season? But I mean, realistically, and look, Sean McVay is going to say Sean McVay stuff like right now to motivate his team. I get all that. But if you look at the whole NFC, they are the cream of the crop in the NFC. You know, I don't, you know, you know for me, Max, who have who has Lord have mercy, not in English. You know, you know, what? a team that would have a hangover hmm. would be the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh huh. Why? That's a hangover because they're young. Because I came out of nowhere. Right. I did. I was not. I just came out of nowhere, and it, and, and and to me, it looks easy. You know, I didn't build up to it. The Rams have been building up to this moment for quite some time, right? They came, Sean McVay, playoffs, did Super Bowl. And Cincinnati got a little lucky, too. The ball Cincinnati, bounced their yeah. way, and, so and they, Tannehill had a bad game. A, that would be a team with a hangover. Mm-hmm. Jay mentioned the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs had no hangover because they had been building up 
that mm-hmm. way, even with Alex Smith at the quarterback spot, then all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes is inserted into the lineup. They all of a sudden goes. They take care of business, win it. They on a the roll. I'm not worried about the Rams. I'm worried more about the Cincinnati Bengals in a hangover situation than I am about the Rams. See, that mm-hmm. sounds right to me, guys, because – like, I think a lot of times what we call a hangover, it makes sense why the Bengals would actually have a hangover. You start to take things for granted, like like you, you got there already, but really you were fortunate to get there. And I don't know if it's and, taking things for granted. Or what, whatever that is. A lot of tape is out on you now, and there's a lot more pressure to... I'm, I'm sure that's yeah. part of it. Well, I think when people talk about hangover, they're talking about the internal motivation and stuff like that. But I'm sure externally, guys making adjustments counts too, you know, against you too. But... I think a lot of it is just the it's a one and done tournament. It's like March Madness NFL. So like to 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 advance in the playoffs a bunch of games, man, that's hard and things had to bounce your way. And if you re, if those two teams rematch, good chance the team that won last time going to lose the next one. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what's so incredible about like the Chiefs, keep pointing out the Chiefs getting to the AFC Championship game every year or what the Patriots did getting to so many Super Bowls. It's hard to do because the better team doesn't always win. You got to like it, it to advance in the playoffs like that every year. That's hard, man. The the Rams may have no hangover, and you could lose the first game of the playoffs. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Four big NFL stories that we need to catch you up on. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN Two. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Oh, it is time for the no huddle. Mm-hmm. Key, Jay, are you ready? Absolutely. Waiting on you, Max. Deshaun Watson is expected to start Friday's preseason opener against the Jaguars. Watson and the Browns are waiting to see whether he'll be suspended longer than the six-game suspension he was handed for violating the personal conduct policy by disciplinary. The word would be disciplinary. Officer Sue L. Robinson last week. Here is Jeremy Fowler with more on the NFL's appeal. Just spoke with a Browns official, and I was told that they're loosely expecting a resolution or decision this week, by the end of this work week, because they're taking the word the league by their word that this will be an expedited appeal process. So in theory, Watson could get a ruling about how many games he can play this year, if at all, before he takes the field Friday night in preseason action. I talked to somebody involved in the case. They said there's always room for a potential settlement talks because the league has made proposals of a settlement in past weeks. So it's maybe a certain amount of games and a fine, but that would have to pick up right now. Right? You know, everybody's really waiting on Peter C. Harvey, the appeal arbitrator, to make his ruling here. And, and meanwhile, the Browns like what they see from Watson on the practice field. They want to see him in game action. So regardless, he will take the field against Jacksonville. Key is starting to Sean Watson against Jacksonville, the right move for the Browns. I think it is the right move because whether he plays this season or not, he's been away from football for quite some time. You certainly want to use the preseason as an opportunity to get the reps in live action that he's been missing. And this is not uncommon. You see it all the time in the National Football League with teams playing players that will miss the first part of the season due to suspension. That's just the way it is. I think, And I believe it's because preseason games are essentially – part of training camp you're not suspended from training camp you're suspended for the regular season yeah I mean look I I just I don't understand it Key, and I I get that preseason games are part of training camp and frankly I could care less okay but it's if Deshaun Watson is suspended for six games that is then going to be appealed which is probably going to be a year but he's allowed to play in preseason games I, I just don't understand it. That's all. I'm confused. I think, look, I understand why you would if you're Cleveland. I understand, yeah. But it's a sure, bad look. Cleveland. It's a bad look it, like for the NFL because what it comes off as is thumbing your nose at, at um, the league, right? The league is like, you know, we, we had an independent, uh, 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 the judge, Sue L. Robinson, look into everything. The, sh- the egregious, uh, uh, the commissioner of the league saying predatory, predatory. Uh, six games is enough. You should have a whole year. And then the Brown- here he is with the Browns practicing with the uniform on and everything. People are not going to like that. Now, the Browns can do what they want to do as, you know, as a fan of the league. I even see that, and I'm like, maybe they shouldn't have him out there. But you got to just remember, though, again, preseason is a part of training camp. Uh, yeah, He's I- allowed to participate in training camp. Yeah, that's CBA. Therefore, he would be allowed – to participate in the preseason games. Again, fellas, you may see DeAndre Hopkins out there for the Arizona Cardinals who will miss the first six games due to suspension. You may see Alvin Kamara out there for the New Orleans Saints in the preseason games due to suspension. I mean, it's just that's the How rules of CBA. No, yeah, right. They've collectively bargained this already. Uh, Tua Tungavailoa reacts to uh, 
the Dolphins' interest in Brady, guys. Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tungavailoa told reporters last week that he believes the team is all in on him despite its prior interest in Tampa Bay quarterback Tom Brady. His answer was uh, even more succinct Wednesday when asked about his reaction to that interest. This is what he had to say. No, I think I answered that last week. Uh, uh, Sorry, yeah, because I think they were doing that in 2019, but then I came in 2020. So I... I mean, they picked me, so I, I mean, so. Yeah, it was 2020. So 2020, it's 2022, 20, I mean, I'm still here, so. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm still here. I, to me, that's all noise at this point. Jay, what do you think of the way Tua's handled uh, the pressure in the media so far? I, I mean, I love, what do you want Tua to say? I mean, that, that key to me, when reporters ask you questions like that, well, I, it was 2020. Yeah, it was 2021. Like, it feels like they try to set you up for a trap mm-hmm. like, to get you all of a sudden to, to get to this emotional state of mind where you're going to give them a headline. And for Tua, at that moment, everybody in the world knows there's pressure on Tua. Everybody in the world knows that Stephen Ross wanted to have Sean Payton and Tom Brady on his team. It didn't work out that way. This is what it is now. All I can, can control is me and my thoughts. I'm not going to allow you to affect that. Well, that's good for Tua, though. He did give a little bit of headline by saying, I'm still here. Yeah. And, and so it, good for him. He feels that way. But I want him to be mindful that they did try to replace you on multiple uh, occasions. So he needs to go out there and play at the level that he's capable of playing. They tried to get Deshaun Watson. They tried to go out and figure out whether or not they could get Tom Brady at the quarterback spot, not only once but twice. So it's 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 interesting. I understand what he's saying, but he has to – Put all that behind him and just go out there and play football and let the chips fall where they may. By the way, Max, that's not an insult. I mean, oh, that's sorry. what I was about. The, the greatest Jay. of all time. You're trying Jay. to replace me with him. Great, hundred percent. Like, get it. Jamal Crawford is a baller, correct? Yeah. Think about Jamal Crawford in his prime. I'm quite sure if Michael Jordan was around and they were had interest in Jordan, <laughs> Jamal Crawford would understand. Man, Bye. I could ball, but damn, Mike is available. Of course, they're going to kick the tires, see what they can do, see if they can get him over here. Yeah, but they tried it with Deshaun Watson too, right? Because if Clyde Drexler or whoever, or Dominic Wilson <laughs> was still available, it doesn't mean Jamal Crawford can't ball. It means they're talking about some of the best who ever did it. All right. Well, it just happened to Baker Mayfield. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and by the way, Tua has not had the same – uh, opportunity the Baker has had yet. This will be the first season he really has a Baker level opportunity. Uh, Mike Tomlin, guys, says Trubisky is leading the quarterback race. Really? Yeah, Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin. Breaking news. Told CBS HQ on Tuesday that Mitch Trubisky has a lead in the quarterback battle, but that Pickett and Randolph, or sorry, Randolph, Mason Rudolph, are, quote, making it difficult for us. I think all three of those guys are making it difficult for him. But Tomlin also cited Trubisky's resume as the main reason he's a front-runner for the starting job. Pick of a first-round pick was listed as third on the Steelers' depth chart late last week. Uh, Key, how good will Mitch Trubisky be for the Steelers, and how short will his leash be? I think he'll be, I think he'll be better than what most people think. Um, I, don't see, I don't know why people see this as a stopgap situation for him. I see it as a long-term situation for him, even though he signed a two-year deal. He's going to play at a level that makes people in that organization feel like, oh, okay, if we just do this with him, because he was selected number two for a reason. Even though Matt Nagy and company kind of didn't like him, so to speak, and, and played around with him the way that they coached him, he has some talent. That's all I'm going to say. The dude has some talent. 
Look, I, I watched him play in a Bears uniform. I want Mitchell Trubisky to win. I want to see him win. The only problem is when you say these names of the starting quarterbacks in the AFC North and you go Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Deshaun Watson, Mitchell Trubisky, which name doesn't fit in? Yeah, it's like Sesame Street. Which it's one really of us hard. doesn't belong? Yeah. It's really hard. But That's you can all. do that. I can do that in all divisions, though, Jay. Mm-hmm. Except okay. the West. Except the West, yeah. AFC West is probably the only division I can't do that in. But that, but, I can but go, that but that's out. Point, though, I can go to the NFC West and do it. I mean, it just. But that's but, what, what that points out, Key, point. is that it's a, especially when you can only do it with one guy in a division, that's a, that's a weakness, a strategic weakness for your team, right? Because well, everyone it, else checks it, that box. It was a weakness for the team based on Mitch Trubisky's tenure in Chicago and his backup role in Buffalo. And then you bring him to. Uh, Pittsburgh, he's never going to get the benefit of the doubt right. at the beginning because you're looking at his past and not where he's at in terms of the presence in Pittsburgh right now. And by the way, let's, seen let's him keep in, in mind. Let's keep in mind. Chicago made the playoffs with Mitch Trubisky as the quarterback twice, that, and and yeah. and the line was so bad that when he left. They became one of the worst teams in football as soon as he walks out the door. That means he was actually better than we thought. Understood. Are you guys picking the Steelers to make the playoffs in AFC this year? Only because the I, AFC I gotta, is just I gotta, brutal. I got to see, I gotta it's see key, it's what they look like out the gate. It's brutal, Key. But, but, but yeah, at least but one all, of those other teams probably not going to make it either, Jay. And they got quarterbacks. I don't, like, look, you know, at, I don't look at the okay. I don't look at schedules and be like, oh, it's brutal because – I don't. I don't. I do not know. Like the Patriots is, yeah, look yeah. like. What are the Browns going to be on a Thursday night uh, in Week Three without Deshaun Watson? Like, what are they going to look like? Mm-hmm. The Jets. Like, what are they really going to look like? So it's it's hard for me to really say at the top of the schedule what it's going to be. Yeah, they I, might. Yeah. Pittsburgh may get off to a great start. Think about it. Pittsburgh went into Buffalo a year ago in the opening day. It smashed Buffalo. We didn't expect that. Yeah, I'll I say this. I, I get the addition, I, and I understand that Mike Tomlin himself is good for six games, seven games, and I get that their defense is good and will add to that. I understand all that. I'm just saying still, like, it feels like the one thing to get you over the hump is having a superstar-like quarterback. Yeah. I just don't know if Mitchell Trubisky is way. that. Put it this way. That's Mike Tomlin, all. by the way, we know is good for at least eight wins and a tie because he's never him, under 500. He's talking about himself and the defense combined. Like, but, that's look. Put it this way, Jay. Are the Pittsburgh Steelers going to be competing week in and week out and be in the mix for a playoff spot late sure. in the season? I agree. And sure. we don't know the rest. Like that's We're going to find out the rest, right? But they're going to be in the mix somewhere. Maybe they're not going to be out of it halfway through the season. You know, it's the Steelers. All right, finally. Titans running back Derrick Henry commented on a potential for a heavy workload for him this season. He said, quote, whatever it takes to win via Ben Arthur of the Tennessean. I'm, I, I'm surprised. I thought he would say, nah, I'm not going to do it this year. I think we'll pack it. Whatever it takes to Quote, lose. My mindset has always been the same. If it's going to be that type of game, it's that type of game. Damn. Then go from there. Should the Titans look to lower Derrick Henry's workload key? No. They should give him more. Give him more. Carry the ball 50 times a game. Wear him out. That's what he's there for. Right. Hell cow, man. Yep. Just let that dude do, do what he does. If I'm, if I'm, I'm Vrabel and the Tennessee Titans, I'm using him up. Right. When he's done with Tennessee, when he's done in his Tennessee career, he's done. He's done. done. <laughs> exactly. That's what I say. As Apollo Creed told Rocky in Rocky Three, there is no tomorrow, right? Like, this is it. Right now, Tennessee's got a good team. Derrick Henry is the bell cow. He's the best back in football when he's on the field. Give him the ball and let him run it a billion times. That's easy to me. Not even a question.
Do you think he's going to be in the MVP mix, Jay, this season, Derrick Henry? Yeah, I think he'll put up stats. I mean, but typically I think it'll be hard for him. Um, but I think he'll be in the mix. Doesn't mean he's going to win it. But in yeah, the mix, he won't. Yeah. He he probably won't win it because it's a quarterback award, basically, right? I mean, he's got to rush for twenty five hundred yards to get it, right? And, and fifteen touchdowns at least. Meantime, Lamar Jackson is another guy who I, you know what? I may I may come out and take. The Ravens to win the Super Bowl this year. I'm toying with the idea because people forget what Lamar Jackson was doing last year with nobody on his team. Everyone was hurt. Before he got hurt, there were three separate weeks where he was the number one football player on the planet Earth. That's a lot because in any given season, the MVP may never be the best player that week. Or maybe he's that one time, but he's always up in the mix. But there were three different weeks where it's like, yeah, Lamar's better than everybody. Three times. And before he got hurt. So he didn't even play a full season healthy. Key, I think yeah. Lamar could win the MVP this year. I, I think he could. Um, I just hope he don't step on the field without a new contract. That's what I hope. That's what I hope. Um, but he could. I think when you look at Lamar and his ability, he's got some some rare ability, man. I watched him on a Monday night a couple years ago against the Rams, and he lit them up in the passing game with Hollywood Brown and Mark Ingram. They just came out to L.A. and unleashed it. And so that always in the, is in the back of my mind about his ability and some of the things that he's capable of doing. And it's not for everybody. Every quarterback coach and every offensive coordinator in the National Football League, they don't like that style. They they would prefer, believe it or not, to have Daniel Jones over over Lamar Jackson. which no, is sad. stop. Uh, okay. You think I'm stop. lying, Max. There are people. In the National Football Gettleman League. Gettleman doesn't count. He's not in the league right now. That in the National Football League yeah. that would rather have a quarterback like Daniel Jones than one like Lamar Jackson. It's facts. I'm not a making it up. quarterback like Daniel. I mean, Daniel okay. Jones probably so, runs yeah, faster than anyone like but Daniel Lamar Jones. Jackson Characteristics of, a, of more of a – I'm just telling you, you looking the at the wins and the losses. I'm looking at the skill set, not wins and losses. I'm looking at the skill set. That's okay. just – Jay, they told the man to play receiver. I know, but they that's They told BS, the man to go Kate. play another position. They are idiots. I don't normally see, like, Daniel Jones does things where sometimes I watch him and I go, wait, who do you think you were throwing that ball to? I don't see that from Lamar. So, I don't see plays where it's like, who do you think you were throwing the ball so to? So, Jay, yeah. I was just looking at the highlights as they was doing little clips in practice. Uh-huh. And I'm, you know me, I'm stupid as all outdoors. I have no sense whatsoever. <laughs> and they pan to the quarterbacks. And I said, Man, it looked like a Friday night high school down in uh Don't it? Down in South Carolina somewhere with all the brothers throwing that football around. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just took notice of that. I hey man, that's just me. I look at stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, man. They got three Lamar Jackson clones right there <laughs> warming up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I was like, okay. The Ravens are prepared just in case Lamar is sitting out and sitting tight. They done went and got some cones of Lamar. Likes, to look like. Interesting. <laughs> Man, the paths you find yourself going down sometimes, Key. I swear mm. I love you. The funny don't thing is, comparing him to Daniel Jones. Max, you can touch it. Don't, don't get yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. Okay. Da- Daniel Jones runs. Like, you know, you say, well, it kind of, like, you could talk about the optics of it, whatever, but Daniel Jones is a running quarterback. So let me, let me, to your yeah, point. Yeah, but I'm though. not saying Daniel Jones is the same as Lamar Jackson. What I'm saying is, there are certain people in this league, whether you believe it or not, 
that would prefer to have a Daniel Jones-type quarterback opposed to working with the Lamar Jackson, even though Lamar Jackson is an MVP because they don't like the style. They'd rather have a guy, you know, drop back and do all of this and pat it and put it to sleep and then get hit in the back of the head opposed to a Houdini style that drops back feels it, it takes off and runs. Yeah, key, this dude, this other... dude, hold on, Max. This dude threw for more yards last season in 12 games than he did in the prior season for 15 games. So you get Tyler Linderbaum, right? It boasts the O-line. Oh. You get your running backs back, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins. You get your team back to a degree. Like, right, you lose your top wide receiver. But, I mean, like, it's the same predicament Aaron Rodgers has. Like, at the end of the day, like, I'm a believer in Lamar Jackson. He is different. I don't care what anybody needs to say. All these traditionalists, old heads can come out and talk about, hey, I like the, you know, the pocket passer, the traditional quarterback. That's not him. He is Madden 2030. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that's a good point. Yeah, Russo. Well I, I would say this about Lamar, though. A lot of the perception, this affects me, too, because if you ask me to rank him in the league, I'd right now have him seventh at quarterback, Okay. Now, I think after this year, I might have him first or second or third. But, Max, right? I, I don't – don't, uh, you don't – ranking is something well, that we make up as well, on, media members yeah, yeah, but, that but, says, like, no, no, oh, no, this, no, is no, it's an actual, this is the pecking order. No, no, but it's an actual but can thing. Can you win there a Super Bowl are, with him? Some people are better than Can you win yes. a Super Bowl with Wait, him? But my yes. point is – That's all this. that matters. My point is this. The reason the perception is what it is of Lamar at this moment in terms of where he ranks in the league, where it's not top three, let's say, or five for a lot of people, including me, I think has a lot to do with the fact that he got injured last year. Because he's been remarkably durable throughout his career. No. Last year was the first time where it was like, wait, he's the best player in football. On multiple occasions, you saw during the – that's the best player he's in football. He's the best player in football when he got his MVP. The MVP, but he was no good in the playoffs. Then yeah, he won in the playoffs. He beat the Chiefs in the regular season. Y'all be a lot of extra things, man. It's not but, extra, Jay. These are facts. Well, it, it's, it, is you, it a, it's not a you, team sport. If you are a quarterback in the A, yeah, but he played poorly in the playoffs, too, early Understood. in his career. That okay, so that's early about, in his career. So, Jay, you made more, your point. This is my point. Oh, well, you this just is, interrupt me when I make is, my point, so I feel oh, like I oh, want to no, do the same with you. You can interrupt. I'm just telling you, you're arguing different Okay, 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 girls. Okay, girls. You're both pretty. You're both pretty. But, but. Uh, you're arguing a different point. You're saying, "Well, you're saying that this. You're putting up a lot of stuff." No, for every quarterback, this applies. Can you have you won in the playoffs? What'd you look like when you played? Yes, he's yeah, won but that's in the playoffs. Beat, right. he's have, won you the beat, playoffs. have you beat your chief rival? Yes, he's, yes, he's done, done that. that. Yes, he's, yeah. he's done he's all done that. that. And then there's progression yeah. to somebody's career. That's, it doesn't that's start the point off I'm with making. just getting to the Super Bowl. Like not everybody is. But that's that. Both of you guys. Let me tell you something, man. Both of you guys are missing how and why we always have this Lamar. Jackson conversation. It all goes back to when he came into the league. It all hovers around when Bill Polian made the conversation about him switching positions. Right. And it and then at that point, it put reservations in people's minds that he is not capable of playing the position. And what happens in that situation, which was a mistake by the great Bill Polian Hall of Fame general manager, Bill Polian. And so once you say that and you Bill Polian and you've had great quarterbacks and Jim Kelly's that you drafted and things of that nature in Super Bowl teams, Peyton Manning, people now say, oh, you know more about quarterbacking than anybody. Well, that was more about his taste and what he wanted. But it led to the point where we are today. It leads to the point where we are today. Lamar's got to do over and above what other quarterbacks do to get the benefit of the doubt. That's just the reality so Keith, of it. What I'm Max. saying is not for me. 
I'm I'm applying the same standard to him as everyone. It can't be just. It, it, I understand it's not you. No, no, but, but I, you're that's not a, the person. You're not the person writing these things and saying. What, these that's things. what I'm trying to get at. What I'm trying to get at is the reason at this moment he may be underrated. Besides all that, is he got hurt in the season where he was about to prove it seemed to me what the real pecking order even if is. He, even if he did that match? But if he, got, if he didn't get hurt, Keith, even if and he they, finished they made the a playoff strong, run, they, they got but to the, the Super Bowl. the whole team was depleted, though. That's what I'm saying. That's, what, that's how he proved it. He will never get the benefit of the doubt. Even if, he, even if he did everything you say is then, he won't get the benefit of the doubt as the top quarterback because they don't want to put him in the quarterback. The way position. someone like Justin Herbert or Josh 1, Allen will. Yeah. Should the Browns be starting Deshaun Watson? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.